This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. You're back on the block with E. Strick and Nate Brennan. The On the Block crew and the Blockheads, we thank you guys continuously for your wonderful support there on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. We always appreciate you guys tapping in. Also, you uh, and your wonderful messages that you send in to us on the stream line. But the Sutter Heyman text line is on fire as always. We appreciate you as well. 402-464-5685. We can always get your responses and your thoughts there as well. We're going to talk a little bit about NFL football right now. There's some things that are going on, um, some struggles out there in Denver, as well as quarterback controversy. Has that been settled? We're going to talk a little bit about that as well with the Cooper Rush and the Dak Prescott situation. Um, You know, listen, one of the things that we want to talk about, we hear that Russell Wilson may be dealing now with a hamstring injury. Is that something that's going, you know, sometimes – I know people kind of get injured in different ways when things aren't going great. I'm not saying that's necessarily the situation with him. But uh, the Broncos lost in overtime on Monday Night Football last night against their division rival, uh, the Chargers, no longer San Diego. They are now the L.A. Chargers. 19-16 in overtime. Russell Wilson got off to a wonderful start in that game, completing his first 10 passes for 119 yards and a touchdown to take a 10-0 lead. That has been the problem with them. They just they kind of get out, they'll do well, they'll have some success and then all of a sudden they'll go stagnant, will go right. south, can't get anything done. The offense looks atro- you know, terrible and yeah. just non-functional. And uh, it seemed to happen in this game as well. So at this point, being that there's now an injury, um, you know, do you expect that the Russell Russell Wilson experience there in Denver uh, is is a failure, or do you think he has a, 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 an ability to turn it around, get healthy, maybe? Uh, but but they're off to a bad start in the vision. I mean, they, they're they're not looking like they're playoff bound at all. Uh, at this particular point. No, and they're at a pretty d- tough division if they do yeah. want to make the playoffs, that's yeah. for certain. I don't know if wild cards in their in their in their, you know, future it's, as well. It's just interesting because this is how their schedule shapes up. It's going to be Jets, they they host the Jets. So and they're the, playing the Jets, good ball. The Jets are they're looking streaky. I, I would still probably give the Broncos the advantage in that one for what it's worth. They're two-point favorites. Then you go all on the road against the Jaguars. The Jaguars are still the Jaguars. That doesn't look any different. And then they have a bye. And, and that's that's big strict because I think when when you look at the Broncos, it's since the beginning something has looked off. It it really just has not clicked. I I don't know because we've had this Russell Wilson discussion before, and we talked about it in the crossover. And I know Nick and Rico are out on Russell Wilson. It's okay. It didn't work out. All this. I think that's a little bit of recency bias because while it hasn't looked great for Russell Wilson, it hasn't looked great for the Broncos in general. I mean, it, this yeah. has been. 
about as poorly as it could have started because you, you, you paid Russell Wilson all this money and you expected to win. I'd still look at Russell Wilson as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I'm not going to have that much recency bias. And your schedule is shaping up over these next three weeks that you can make some changes, make some adjustments, get some wins on your schedule. I don't know because I I just look at this Broncos team strike and the defense isn't the issue. And when I came into this season, I said the offense will be fine. You have Cortland Sutton, you have Jerry Judy, you have Russell Wilson. Javante Williams is now hurt. You still have Melvin Gordon, who was non-existent last night. You bring in Latavius Murray. Like There are pieces. Mm-hmm. The offensive line isn't terrible. And I want to ask the text line because I know that there's a lot of a lot of Broncos fans here here in Lincoln. Uh, and, and Newt says they needed an O-line before they could win. I, and that's the thing is I don't think the o- offensive line is horrible. Um, I don't know. Because the thing is when we, you look at the NFL strict and, and you look at Russell Wilson, his contract now, what do you do? Like Because that that the way that they have structured his contract, he eats up a huge chunk of the salary cap. Huge chunk of the salary cap. So now if you're the Broncos and you have a quarterback that you're given 20% of your salary cap and it's not working out at all, where do you go from here? And I think that's the biggest issue with the Broncos is I have no clue because, they, like we said, they're now 2-4. and four. Yeah. This is not the start that you wanted at all. So I, I think it's a very interesting situation. Now with injury potentially. And too. now you possibly have an yeah. injury. You have possibly have an or injury. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Brad says if you have Jameis uh, snaps, your line is bad. Uh, if you have Jameis taking snaps, your line's bad. Uh, Russ hasn't looked good for years. He kept blaming the Seahawks system and then not letting him cook. But in reality, he's extremely overweight and well past overweight and well past his prime. I listen. I don't know. I mean, what is ten years in now? Yeah, I, I, I want to say that he's thirty-one. I can look that up for sure. But I just want to get some of your thoughts. Like, are are you ready to move on from Russell Wilson? I mean, you. you I just, don't think you I'm just there made yet. A lot of. You've made a lot of changes in order to make that deal happen. Absolutely. You've given up a lot. Yes. So you just can't give up on that situation at this at this point. Um, you know, sometimes I think one of the things that we have a misconception on is obviously as as professionals, we have to be pros. We have to handle stuff, you know, um, in a professional manner. Sometimes I look at it and I think we don't we don't consider off the field type of situation we don't know what's going on I mean just just look 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 at what's happened even with Tom Brady's situation after Giselle um their their kind of separation yeah. right yeah you know sometimes don't, that stability whether it be at home or the things that are going on in your your off the field life or situations the loss of a parent or you know those types of things can can either affect you or they can make you stronger right um, we don't know what's going on with Russell West, West uh, not Westbrook, Russell Wilson, right. Um, right now. We don't know maybe what's going on in the in, at the home life or what he's dealing with there. You know that some teams have trolled him, <laughs> playing future and stuff like that. Right, the, in the Broncos country, let's ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got all kinds of stuff that's going on there. So it's it's. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they can recover or if they can recover. I don't think that the, I think this year is is pretty. You know, unless they have a miracle turnaround, I just don't see it getting any better. No. I don't see them making the playoffs. And I year. believe I, I know they gave up a few first round draft picks. I think that includes this upcoming twenty twenty three uh uh draft. So it's like if if you're the Broncos 
and this falls apart to this to the situation where you get a top ten pick and you already lost that. That that's that's part of the issue too because you look at the Seahawks, they're three and three, and Geno Smith has been significantly the better quarterback out of the two. Mm-hmm. So when you look at him blaming the Seahawks and saying maybe the system, maybe Pete Carroll, whatever it may be, it was just time to move move on and move apart. The Seahawks look fine, and the Seahawks yeah. now on top of that have I believe three first round draft picks in their back pocket as well as theirs. So. I don't know if it was a Seahawks problem. I think that kind of hurts Russell Wilson in this situation. Again, I want to pump the brakes a little bit. I think it might still be a little bit too soon to tell. I don't want to move on yet. I think that if we're looking back at this season and the Broncos are a 4-1 football team, it makes you think. Like, say, say let me let me raise you this scenario. Say the Broncos win four games in the Seahawks find a way into the playoffs <laughs> like what like the 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 biggest thing in in that comparison is russell wilson yeah that's what you look at in that comparison yeah and and listen they've they've got weapons it isn't that they don't have weapons um, they do they have jerry judy Cortland sutton <laughs> right i mean they haven't used melvin gordon but i think melvin gordon's still a, a decent running back like i i Sutter Hammond text line, help us. Is is this thing recoverable? Is is the Broncos done dealing for this year? 402-464-5685. Help us out there. Um, does it look any better? Now, there's a quarterback controversy also that's brewing that they're talking <laughs> about. Is that is that controversy done, settled, over after this last uh, weekend's game in a loss uh, that – to to uh, the rivalry, to the in, in in conference and in division team from the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, three interceptions, um, not a very good QBR, very struggled a little bit. Uh, but but here's the thing I want to also say: Rush has done his job. Say oh, what you will, yeah. he has done his job in the absence. There is no failure in this this Rush experience. There's no failure at all. Uh, Dak had left. He picked up the slack. He handled business. Had a tough outing against this team. Co- you know, quarterbacks do that at times. But when you really look at the whole thing, he's beaten Joe Burrow. He's beaten Matthew Stafford. Um, two quarterbacks who faced off in the Super Bowl. The Eagles and the Giants. He beat the Giants. Tough outing against the Eagles. Um, so he still has still some upside, but they've got a decision to make. Is Dak going to come in healthy? Is he going to be ready? Is he have going to be able to grip that ball? Is he going to be able to do and make the throws? Is it going to have tight spirals to it? Is it going to be ducky? You know, um, those are going to be the things to be watching for. And do you think Dak is ready? I think that's the the biggest part about all of it too, is that Cooper Rush is is shown that he can manage a game and get the job done, kind of like a Jimmy G role where you throw him in there and he wins football games. This is the first loss that he's had as a starter in his entire career. I think for for certain the Cowboys have found their backup quarterback of the future. I, I would make sure that – I don't know when his contract's up, but I would make sure that he's still my backup starting quarterback or backup quarterback that would become the starter if Dak goes down because he shows he can win football games. 
Uh, so Cooper Rush, 18 for 38, 181 yards, a touchdown, three interceptions, quarterback rating of 32. They fall to the Eagles on the road, 26-17. My biggest question for you, Strick, and the way that I'm going to evaluate this situation is that I told you if the Cowboys found a way to beat the Eagles, you got to leave them in. I, until he loses yeah. the football game, you do. This now comes down to how much are you buying the Eagles? Because if you're buying the Eagles as legitimately the best team in football, 6-0, and they're at home. The Eagles are supposed to win that game. Maybe that goes into it. Uh, I still don't know if I'm fully invested and fully bought into the Eagles. Yeah. So I think that's maybe why I would probably put Dak back in. Cooper Rush kind of showed that, okay, he's a backup. He has his flaws. He played from behind basically the whole game. So when you throw 38 times with Cooper Rush, that's not what you interceptions are going to come with that. You're under yeah. 50% completion percentage. But let's dive into the Eagles. Are you like is is this just an indication of this to being the best team in football? I mean, I think they have a tremendous defense, they which do. helps them. I I think that Jalen Hurts is playing within himself. He's not trying to overdo it, do too much. Um, right now, he's making the plays that he's supposed to make. He's he's able to extend plays. He's doing all of those things in the right manner. Uh, um, whether I'm bought into it, I, I can't say that right now I am. But listen, they're six and zero. I don't, you know, say what you will yeah. about it, right? Unless they freaking go on the la di di do la di di do, like and they go over, years they back. go over the hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if the, unless they just fall off the freaking map and just just totally just go into a shell, um, they're gonna they're gonna be there. They're gonna be in the mix. I mean, right now, Minnesota still looks tough over there. Um, um, you know, shoot, the Giants are looking quite formidable. Um, they came from behind man, against the Ravens. Listen, bro, listen, I, I'm I'm surprised, but they were they were my unsung heroes coming into the season. I was really watching to see how they were going to get off to a good start. But I, I I still think the Bills are the best team right now. I'd agree in in the NFL. You know, that, that's just something I. I, listen, I, I was impressed by what he was able to do going in, um, you know, to that game against Kansas City. Um, you know, Allen and, and that crew getting it done. Again, I can't say this anymore. Von Miller is the unsung hero, I think, on top of Josh Allen. Josh, we know who Josh Allen but on that defense, Von Von Miller, his presence yeah. is has made a difference for that Bills team. So that's the way I'm going to see it. That's the way I'm going to look at it. I'm sticking to my guns. Who out there in the NFL right now? Sutter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Who who can you see making a run on this this latter half as we get into half the halfway mark? And in the latter half, who 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 do you see out there? Tell, shout shout us out four zero two four six four five six eight five. Who do you see? Even on the streamline, shout us out. Um, who do you see making some noise? Who do you see? I'll tell you. I think the I think the Rams needed a pick me up game. I know it's the Carolina Panthers. They went twenty four to ten. Allen Robinson has a breakout game. He has six receptions, a touchdown. I think the Rams are going to be a team to look at, but. I just look at that Bills-Chiefs game, Strick, and just the way that that game, we thought it was going to be a shootout. Both defenses showed up. Yeah, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, I think it's not even debatable at this at this point in time. Those are the best two quarterbacks in the NFL. And I just look at a team like the Eagles in, in that game against the Cowboys. The Eagles, I, I know they're undefeated, but there's no shot I would take them to beat either of the Chiefs or the Bills. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I don't even think they're yeah. on the same playing field. Like, this is just – it's just completely different football being played. And I think you're right. I think the Chiefs or the Bills, those are probably your teams to beat. Um, and as for the Cowboys, I – Can the Rams get it turned around? I – I think the Rams will. I still think, you think the Rams, they're going to turn I think around. The Rams are still a good team. I, I know they have some. No one's talking about San Francisco. Well, but I, yeah, well, it, no it, one's talking about what's them. So what's so crazy about all of this too is like we, we've been doing this for years with the, with the 49ers, and I think that the Giants are starting to fall into this category too, maybe a little bit. Is that you're start because of your starting quarterback, you kind of just push them to the side. The 49ers, every single year for, the, what, the past five years, it's just, oh, Jimmy G's the quarterback, push him to the side. Well, Jimmy G went to two NFC Championship games in the Super Bowl. Daniel Jones, in the right scenario, in the right circumstance, with weapons around him, Saquon Barkley, one of the best players in the NFL, it looks like a decent offensive line and a solid defense, those teams can win if you have good coaching. So, 49ers, I don't know. It, it's just... That that's the NFL, and that's why it's so frustrating to me because we we consider Daniel Jones a castoff. It's just mm -hmm. push him to the side; he's done. Put in the right scenario, that guy can win football games. Yeah. What do you seriously? Think, what What do you think about this? I mean, uh, rumor has it there's being being uh, rumors tossed around right now that uh, Tua may make a return. What do you think about that? Coming off of, uh, they're saying he may come off of protocol and he may start this week. Well, that's another interesting situation because straight before the season, we both said Tua and eh, not buying Tua. With and without Tua, it's night and day. Yeah. It is a completely different offense, a completely different team. So I think maybe they're a team to look at. And again, am I buying the Dolphins? The problem is I keep looking at these teams and then I keep comparing them to the Chiefs and the Bills. And I just don't see anyone on the same playing field. Yeah, I yeah. no no one's Cleveland on the same now field. has another controversy they have to deal with. Another uh, another um, lawsuit has been issued against Sean oh, Watson. Oh my goodness gracious! That's crazy in itself. Then you've got there's nothing happening down in Houston. There's nothing. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals. I mean, they're they're they're, they're <laughs> they scrappy, but they're not yeah, really they anything going on there. Lost to the Seahawks with Geno Smith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here, this is an interesting one for you, Strick. Uh, Travis and Lincoln says Steelers running once T.J. Watt is back and schedule calms down. Not saying they're going to win the AFC, which is laughable, but they can go on a run. So uh, yeah, okay, I'm feeling Maybe. that. T.J. Watt Are you is a Kenny huge Pittsburgh? T.J. Watt is a huge loss for them, and losing him that early, he was on a tear. He was already getting it going early in the season, and to have him uh, fall off, that hurts that defense tremendously. Uh, Tampa Bay struggling um, right now, but Ryan says that don't count them out. You know, I guess whenever you have the GOAT, you can't ever count them out. I just don't know. Um, their defense is always great. I, right now, you know, the weapons aren't really giving them what they need, right? Well, Evans and that whole crew, they're not they are not really giving them what he needs. Well, and, the interesting thing. You know, I, Green Bay like, is struggling. Yeah. They're off the map. You know, Raiders are falling off the – I mean, it's like a bunch of teams that, that we, we thought, thought were going to – Right. You know, they're, 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 they're not doing very well right now. Well, the thing about Tom Brady, and I know we'll, we'll take a break here in a second, but I want to ask you about this because I've been saying this for the past five seasons – I said it a little bit prematurely because Tom Brady in the past five seasons has gone on to win two Super Bowls, one with the Patriots and one now with the Buccaneers. You look at the history of the NFL and you look at elite-level quarterbacks. I'm not talking about, well, Eli Manning kind of is elite. You know how I feel about that, Strick. But no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no. 
elite Hall of level, Famer, no. No, come on. Elite-level quarterbacks. You look at every single one of them. Guys that play late into the careers. Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, whoever you want to throw into this category of elite quarterbacks. Drew Brees, you can throw that category. They keep playing, and then one season, they fall off a cliff. And it comes out of nowhere, and it's when you're least expecting it. Tom Brady was a front runner for the MVP last season. I'm telling you right now, he doesn't look like the same Tom Brady. Yeah. He doesn't. And it comes when you're least expecting it. But every single time you look back in history, except for the guys that hung it up when they knew it was time, and I'm going to move on. The guys that play late into their careers, the cliff falling off of it, it happens. It happens. It happens to every single one of them. That is the one thing that doesn't end is father time. Father time. He always catches you at some Undefeated and will always catch you. And I think that maybe what's going on in Tom Brady's personal life probably plays a factor in that. Absolutely. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but it's – it looks like it could be happening. Yeah, I, I think could the time be. is about is about up. I mean, what he this is is this the last year he has, or he has one more? I think he might have one. I more. think he might have the one. The thing more. is, though, that's what's so crazy about the Tom Brady situation is that he was going to be the enigma because he retired when he was on top. I know not realistically or literally because he didn't win the Super Bowl. He came in second in MVP voting. Yeah, like he was going to retire at the top, and he just. Couldn't let, it, let go. it go. He couldn't let it go. He comes back, and it's just like it, it's. Is it the Michael Jordan syndrome? You're it just kind of just kind of watching. You're seeing things envelop, and you're just kind of like, "Ooh, I still got the itch. He, I still and got he it. still has the itch, and he's still competitive. I mean, we see him chewing out his teammates yeah. just about every week now. And I'm not saying his team is perfect, but I I just and I don't want to compare it to Peyton Manning because Peyton, I believe, retired when he was 38, 39, and now Tom Brady has made it to year 45 he's done something we've never seen before but it still happened yeah it still happened and it still has happened so it's just fascinating to look at that yeah we've got to take a little break we're gonna we're gonna come back with steve sipple oh yeah talk uh, some nebraska football yeah a little bit of uh, nebraska football with steve sipple when we come back on 93.7 the ticket the ticketfm.com we've got a nice show on the block with nate back joining us in studio we'll be right back after this <laughs> 